Hello, and you're listening to STFU, We Are Not Done Talking Yet, with your hosts, Danielle Warman and Charlotte Gabert. In our podcast, we discuss current events, popular culture, writing, books, movies, and women's lives. This is a show that we have been talking about doing for a while, and finally, this is the moment that we're going to do it. We are going to talk about our pet peeves, things we hate, plus maybe at the end we'll back it up with things we love so that we don't come <laughs> off as being like negative, crazy women. Kind of with, our, with our first world problems. Right. And I'm also um, working on being more of an optimistic person. And yes, we are in the first world and we don't really have problems. So I should more like say things that irritate us and just give us a break because that's probably something that irritates you too. Okay. Number one, mansplaining. Mansplaining. And then we have to follow up by manspreading, like on the subway or anytime men open their legs and just take up all that space. Take up all the space. It's annoying. And mansplaining, they tell us something that's pretty clear to us, but then they keep saying more and more what it is. And sorry, guys, that's super annoying. Super annoying, but we love you. Stop doing it. Go ahead. You want to mention uh, something? Here's one. Pedicures, where they do your toes, and then you have to wait a really long time until your fingers are dry. <laughs> but they want you to pay them when your fingers are still wet. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. Yeah. I know. Also, I just got a pedicure the other day, and I don't like when you first come in the door and they yell at you. <laughs> they go, make a color, like that. You're like, what? Yeah, like pick a color, but anyway, okay, enough of that. But they're so nice. I, I'm gonna. I love Vietnamese people. Okay. So I just talk to them all, and then after a while, they like me. One of them invited me to her house in Vietnam. So Sweet. there you go. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, that's nice. It was very nice. Okay, we both have on our list list cat barf. Cat barf sucks, especially first thing in the morning when you get out of bed and you're on your way to get coffee or go pee. And what do you do? You step in. Cat barf. Right. And then your cat doesn't go outdoors. So our cat barf always involves grass. Oh. So it's a piece of a blob of liquid right. with grass in it. We also, we have this unspoken rule, which is the first person who steps in it has to clean it up, which really doesn't seem fair. But it's kind of like you claimed it. By, so then you're like, oh shit, now I have to clean this up as well as stepping in it. Barefoot. Gross. All right. All right. What have you got next? Oh, I've got expensive olive oil. So I actually like olive oil and I think, I think olive oil is delicious and I can tell the difference that like one that's a lot better and then like what's not, but seriously, like 20 bucks for four ounces, eight ounces, 40 bucks. I don't know how much they cost. I still like olive oil. So I'm not, not, but you know, it's getting out of control. It's not wine. Right. Okay. This reminds me, okay. Of something else I don't like. Okay. Artisan anything. Okay, it's not that I'm opposed to artisan things. It's just the way that the word is used to put in front of things like olive oil to make them super expensive. Right. Did someone go to the tree and crush it with their own hands? (laughs) Probably not. They probably used a machine just like any other, but it's probably made in a small batch as opposed to like olive oil from, say, Greece and Spain and Italy that they must make in massive machines. So, okay. I'll give you okay. that. And maybe they like talk to their tree. 
So it's like hello, maybe they play G. classical music, and classical music, Beethoven, and then the, the olive itself is so much happier. And it gets massaged, it gets first massaged, and then, press, yeah. then and then they press it. It it, it tastes good and it costs a bunch of money. It's made with love. Made with love. Okay, fair enough. All right, now here's one that probably has happened to everyone. You're at the dentist, and you're lying backwards and your mouth is full of gear and there's that thing that's going <laughs> and your dentist asks you questions that aren't even yes and no questions like I, how's your summer going i hate that what's with that they should do all the talking or not talk but like they ask you like questions and they don't do it while you're just sitting there but as soon as their your mouth is full of stuff then they start engaging you What's with that? I don't know. Do you know that one time I got a crown replaced? So I had, um, what's that thing called that they give you with the gas mask? Oh, did you have laughing gas? Yeah. Oh, I've never got to, I've never had that. Well, whatever that's called. They gave that to me and then he played really loud Coldplay, which frankly <laughs> offended me. And then while he was playing the Coldplay and I was high as a kite on the nitrous oxide. That's what it's nitrous called. Nitrous oxide. Yeah. Isn't that good? I recall. And then he's like, Danielle, do you like Coldplay? I'm like, no, but also I can't talk and I'm high. So that really bothered me. That really bothered me. You know, I feel a little, what's the right word? Cheated that I... And all of my dental woes and all of my dental procedures, I have never gotten to do nitrous oxide. Why? Huh. What's wrong with me? I don't know. I've got issues. I only did it once. Well, okay. I'll just put that on my list of things. I'm a little bit peeved that I've never been offered that. All right. We'll move on. Okay. What's next? Um, I Do you have something? Oh, yeah. Okay. Here. Okay. So when you go to do a sleep study... Here's the thing that's crazy. They give you the option of taking Ambien. Okay, so they sell you Ambien won't affect your sleep that you're stud that they're studying. But I'm like, how is it that it makes you go to sleep and it keeps you asleep, but somehow it doesn't interfere with their studies? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. That makes no sense. Yeah. And then I wonder, so what is Ambien doing? Like, what's it doing to your brain? Um, right? I don't know, but I, I didn't care for it. I was a former ambient taker and it made me really weird. Yeah, I had a little amnesia episode one time, so I don't take it anymore. <laughs> you, went to, you went to a meeting at seven in the morning and forgot. I had a phone call. Yeah, yeah, I had a conference call at seven in the morning. And later in the day, I had no idea what had transpired. And I had to call somebody, a colleague, and ask them what had happened during the conference call. Yeah, wow. that was it. That's that was the bad. last time. Oh, and then the other pet peeve is no matter what time you start your sleep study, like I checked in for mine at 1030, they wake you up at 515 a.m. When you're snug and you've finally gone to sleep and you're sleeping really well and they wake you up and kick you out of there. The sun's not even up yet. And they have to go home and take a nap because your sleep study kept you awake all night. Okay. That's That's weird. Oh, okay. that's weird. Um, we had written down sex after 50. And I don't know if we even want to elaborate on that. So let's just say sex after 50. And well, was that a pet peeve or was that a topic that we might address? Oh, it was a topic. 
We will get to that uh, topic. People, I just had the line under the wrong place. I, I thought I, it was underneath artists in anything, and I accidentally read <laughs> Sex After 50, and I apologize. I was like, I don't think I said that. Well, my, uh, my <laughs> pet peeve, yeah, would be artisan sex, right? Like special, like tantric sex. Artisan sex. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. Oh, I found more. I hate toilet seat covers. Oh, gosh. I mean, in I would, public bathrooms. The, the concept of them is perfectly okay. But when you take them out of the dispenser, they're folded up and then the part, the round part's still stuck to the rest of it. So you crack those three pieces and then you put it on the toilet and it falls in, in most cases. Always. In, in uh, relation to this pet peeve, here's another one. When women pee on the seats. Yes. So they think that the toilet seat is dirty, but really the person before them peed on it because she thinks it's dirty. If you just sat on it in the first place, the, exactly. pee, the pee goes down into the water and then you flush the toilet. And if you people think that any toilets, I mean, obviously some toilets are really filthy, gas stations, different places. Sometimes they're really bad. But if you think that's bad, you have not been to India. You have not been to China. You have not been to Tibet. You want to see fucking gross toilets. I got you all beat. Exactly. Okay. I have to just chime in on this one because I was thinking about getting labels made, little stickers, and carrying them (laughs) in my purse. And they were going to say, ladies, don't pee on the seat. That's right. That's so awesome that you would bring. It would have to be a lot of labels. I just carry them in my purse. And anytime it's a public bathroom. Like thousands? It would, yeah, it would be. Well, you know, you go to you go to SFO, and in like just one one bathroom has twenty toilets. Exactly, it could become like um, my life's mission because it's ridiculous. Ladies, come on, people. Yeah. yeah, stop peeing on the seats. It's gross. All right, and if yeah, maybe this will be like a public service announcement. Stop peeing on the seats. I, yeah, we just made it. Okay, I have another one. Okay. Movie theaters which are too cold. Yes. All right, but n- enough said. Related too much ice in a soft drink. Oh my god! I get yeah, like a headache. Get a massive headache from taking uh, taking a sip of a drink or or water at a restaurant. It's like you know I only need one ice cube, people, or none. Yeah. Well, you know what is it about Americans and ice? Have you ever noticed that? Like when you have European friends come to the United States, they're like, "You guys drink everything iced," and they don't get it. They don't understand iced tea, even soda. They're like, why do you have to put ice in everything? All right. Now I'm finding a little bit more of a list. Oh, yes. Okay. Now here's a pet peeve of mine. All right. Bras and tank tops. Okay. Here's a few things. Number one, ladies, again, please, can you just go find a bra that works with your tank top? Do you have to wear the racerback bra with the tank top? Now, I know that's kind of a cool look. It might even be trendy and stylish. But honestly, no one needs to see that. But then on the other hand, for me personally, getting dressed and figuring out which bra goes with which top, it's always an issue. With tank tops especially, you know, like you put on a bra in the morning and then you put a top on and then you change your mind. Then you have to change your bra because that wasn't the right bra for the new top. I know. And so it, it takes forever to get dressed sometimes, right? Yes. You put a black bra on because you have a black top. Then you change your mind. Take that bra off too. Start over. I don't know. Maybe that is the first world problem. 
any rate. It is. It's it is. to the point where I made some notes in my iPhone to remind myself of which bras to wear with which tops and dresses. Yeah. Wow, that's really thinking I know. ahead. So also my list says too much ice and soft drink refilling water because we said that oh, yeah. um, waiters <laughs> refill your water a little bit too much. I mean, sometimes they don't. And then my next line after that is fuck your ice. <laughs> fuck your ice. <laughs> so I'm just going to stop that. And then here's another one. Taking cell phone, cell phone calls at the checkout. Oh, so you're you're yes. in you're in the middle of a transaction at Macy's, Whole Foods, Safeway, whatever, name it, and your phone rings. Wait a minute. This Absolutely. person is trying to get you to sign your thing. It's it's crazy rude. Yeah. I and mean, we all take cell phones. Sorry, we get calls at various places and yeah, sometimes true. you have to, but that's a bad one. Okay, another back bad one similar people who dictate text messages using Siri at the table. You're out with your girlfriend. She has to respond to a text. Does she use her fingers? No, she uses Siri. What's with that? I think that's rude. Yeah. And it's just more talking at the table. Yeah. I mean, I know some people really use that voice recognition thing, but I prefer they didn't. Okay. You just don't want to hear it, right? I don't want to hear it. Exactly. And then you have to go and correct it. Oh, I forgot to mention this other topic. I don't know if this is a topic or a pet peeve, but emotional labor. Daniel and I were talking about the emotional labor that women do. And I think it's not recognized. It could be anything. Remembering someone's birthday, buying that birthday card getting your husband to sign the birthday card, addressing it, finding the stamp, and making sure it gets mailed on time. Yeah. I don't know if that's exactly emotional. No, that's just an errand or a task, but still. No, no, it's an emotion it's an emotional labor because it is keeping track of uh, something that's not essential, but that we all like. Yeah. Well, that's probably not the definition because I would even say knowing when the toilet paper is running out is kind of one person's job. And that's, yeah, I don't know. Now, now I'm talking to you and not remembering what, what I was going to say about this. Well, there's the emotional labor of like making sure that you know who, how everyone feels. Um, if there's people at a party, you notice who's by themselves, keeping track of like whose mom is in the hospital and whose daughter is having trouble at school and just like sort of managing some of the interpersonal relationships that you have with you and your husband and your whole family have. I always think that that ends up being the responsibility of the woman or things like scheduling social get togethers. Like, don't you feel like that falls on you more? No, or, no Bob is actually to. he's Bob. A, Bob likes to make plans with yeah. the, some of either our mutual couple friends or some of his friends, and he really does take care of that. And he really has to, especially if I'm depressed for six months, because otherwise, <laughs> I'm not going to make any plans at all, and yeah. he's not going to do anything with anyone. So yeah, he does that. He also doesn't mind getting food for. When we're going to bocce, we either, you know, someone needs to make something yes. to eat or or buy something. Okay. He is on it with the pizza. Yeah. He gets pizza 
like way before even I even had to open my mouth. Yeah. Okay. So see, Dave is great at that sort of thing. If we have to bring something to a party, he cooks it. He figures out what it's going to be. Yeah. So you have the cooking husband. I do. I and he orders the food now for delivery. Yeah. From Whole Foods. Uh huh. Me too. Yeah. So I'm totally spoiled. Shout out to Dave. Thank you, sweetie. Yeah, Dave does all sorts of things like that. <clears throat> but the funny thing is, I will get the credit for it, right? Like if a really yes. tasty dessert, like he made this like blueberry cobblery thing and brought it. And of course, everybody thinks that I baked it. But no, it was Dave. Do you say, no, I didn't bake it. It was Dave. I do. Totally. I want him to get the credit. Absolutely. Because if he gets the credit, he'll keep doing it. Because I don't like to bring things to parties. I just don't like it. First of all, I never have the right thing to carry it in. You know what I mean? It always, it's like, I mean, there are two things I will bring to parties. Number one, I will bring a cake because I actually have a cake cover, a covered carrier for cakes. And the second thing I will bring, if anyone wants to invite me to a party, I will bring a mixed salad because I have the salad carrier that lets you put a little ice in the bottom and keep it all crisp and everything. But those are the only two things I really like to bring because I can transport them successfully. Right. You mean the time when I brought a peach cobbler to my friend Betsy's and the butter got all over the bottom of Bob's car and he like held it against me for a decade? <laughs> oh, you know what? That reminds me. It wasn't of. really a decade. It just seemed that way. I exaggerate. One time we were driving to my sister's in Missouri and my mom gave us this scalloped potato casserole. Yes, people, Missouri casserole, live with it. And we had it in the back floor of the rental car. And we drove for two hours. And when we got there, all the milk had sloshed out and was all over the floor. And it, of course, the next day, it smelled like sour milk and it was really vile. So on the way back to the airport, we had to stop and buy Febreze and spray it all over the rental car. Yeah. <laughs> I digress. But this could get us into a topic of like things we don't like about rental cars. Okay. First of all, sometimes you can't figure out how to unlock the gas little thing. Cover. Yes. And you don't know which side of the car it's on. So when you go to the gas station for the first time, you have to figure out what side it's on. And it's never the side that you think it's on. Probably not. One time I was on a business trip with a rental car and I got to the gas station and I couldn't figure out how to unlock the cover. So I had to go in and ask the guys... The guys came out, they crawled all over the car, they couldn't figure it out. Then this guy, a trucker, came over and he figured out that the release was in the glove compartment. Yeah, what maniac thought of that? Right. And there should be a giant sign, just like the ones you have for ladies don't pee on the seat. (laughs) And it would say on the glove compartment, hey, moron, the the click, the the button, the gas door yeah is in this glove compartment okay now listen to this i just learned this within the last year or two when you look at the dashboard of your car and there's the little symbol that looks like um a gasoline tank at the um gas station there's a little arrow on either side and it is pointing toward where the gas goes in. 
So it is actually telling you whether the gas tank's on the right or the left. That's right. That's right. Someone told me that. Yeah, but it's so hard to remember. But I'm telling you now, it's so helpful. So they, they actually thought about it. They just don't make it super clear. They don't make it clear. One time I also got a Prius as a rental car and I couldn't figure out how to start it. So I had to go inside. I'm probably not the first person that happened to, right? No, it's hard. You have to press the brake. Is that what it is? Yeah, press the brake brake and then put the little, and then put it, it's in park and then put it in gear. But I remember I couldn't do that either. Yeah, you feel like an idiot. Yeah. My per, my current car, I have to put my foot on the brake and then press a button, my Ford Escape. So I guess that's kind of a common thing now. I think so, too. All right. Now, are we, we fading th- out of are our... Are we fading? Can we, we think of any more pet peeves? Well, we've been going for 20 minutes. That's pretty good. I know. Maybe. You know, but on the other hand, we probably haven't even touched on it all. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, we're going to stop for now, and then we'll come back later, and we'll either add some more things that we don't like, or we'll move into the upbeat, gratitude, what we're happy for, our favorite things. Danielle and I are now going to entertain you and ourselves with a quick list of our favorite things. And Danielle, you get started. Kittens. Oh, yeah. Need no explanation. Go. Gin and tonic, extra lime. Yum. Flash tattoos. Those are temporary tattoos that come in metallic colors and you can get them anywhere online and then put them all over your body, especially when you're going to Burning Man or if you have a tan. They just look, look so good if you have a tan. They look awesome. Daniel's got some on right now. It's kind of like jewelry for your skin. It looks fabulous. Ooh, wish I'd said that one. Okay. I know this isn't a contest. All right. One of my favorite things to do is sit outside in the morning drinking coffee, wearing my bathrobe my Uggs, and a sun hat and sunglasses. Oh, that's a good one. That's pretty good. Here's one of my favorite things. Burning Man YouTubes. Oh, yes. Yeah, whether I've gone to Burning Man or not that year, which I've actually gone three times and I haven't been in a while, I make a point to look at people's YouTubes to see what it looks like, especially the drones. Then you get to see the air view, aerial view. Very cool. The drones. Actually, one of my favorite things to do, and I did it this year, was I watched the man burn live on the streaming webcam. This time, the man burned really fast, so it wasn't, it didn't take as long as the year that I was there in 2014. Took so long that year? Yeah, you got got a little, you're like, I'm out of here, I'm done. Yeah, I was pissy. Okay, here's what I like. Indian summer, and I love pumpkins and squash. I don't know why, besides the fact that I like to see little pumpkins on people's doorsteps or, you know, jack-o'-lanterns on Halloween, I like eating orange-fleshed fruit Mm. in a form of pumpkin pies or any way that I can make. I just love that. And it's so, I just love it. I don't really like carrots that much. I like squash. 
you need to have an orange dinner and just have like all the food be orange. Wouldn't that be fun? Sweet potatoes are one of my favorite foods, coincidentally. Not related. It's yeah. a tuber, not a fruit. But anyway. Good point. But I really think that would be fun. Halloween, orange dinner. Just think about it. I'm in. Okay. Here's another favorite thing on my list. Not shaving my legs in winter. That's a good one. Or maybe I should say, especially one of my favorite things about winter is not having to shave my legs. And we're approaching winter. It's coming. Winter is coming. So, you know, I was going to say yeehaw to that. Yeah. All right. Here's my next one. Slutty Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Very seasonal. Yeah. Preferably with shaved legs, though, because, you know. Yeah, I have really light hair. So usually as long as there's some kind of a stocking involved, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I don't think my bee costume is going to fit. I had a bee costume three years ago and it was, you know, a bit slutty. Plus it had um, yellow, black striped hose. Yeah. So it, yeah, hairy legs weren't a problem. But you don't think it's going to fit this year? Oh my God, I gained so much weight since oh. that time. I'll try it on just in case. I just like the idea of a slutty bee, you know, like and a slutty bee costume. I'm really well, the, having you, trouble picturing that. Well, but. Oh, I'll show you. But anyway, you can be a slutty, you can be a slutty nurse. You can be a slutty pirate, pirate's oh. wench. You can be um, a slutty, there's a, slut, a slutty witch. Okay, gotcha. It's the whole thing. And since I buy those things sometimes, when it comes around in September, Amazon starts sending me emails of different pictures of slutty <laughs> costumes. So I decided that I like them. They make me laugh. Yeah. I think I'm just amusing myself. Like I wear these and I think right. it's so funny. That's all. That's fine. No yeah. problem. Now, <laughs> um, onto my list. Here's something that I'm so passionate about right now. Pickleball. I have become so addicted to pickleball. And I probably have told just about everybody I know about pickleball. It is a combination of, it's sort of like tennis and table tennis and badminton. And it's played with a paddle and a ball that is like a wiffle ball. And it's super fun. It's kind of for the over 50 crowd. And yeah, some of us, we like it. So there. I've only played pickleball a couple times and I absolutely love it. I 100% agree with you. It's so funny. It is really fun. I highly recommend it. All right. I have one more thing. Maybe you have one more thing. I have cat videos. No further explanation necessary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I would have to add like there's certain types of cat videos, like cat videos where the cat is doing something repetitively or there's music put to it. Um, I also like cat videos where the cat is snuggling up with a, another creature like yeah. a dog. Monkey. Monkeys. Yeah. Mother lion. Yes. I like those interspecies videos. Alligator. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> no reptiles. Only mammals. Yeah. And I guess my last thing. Okay. My last thing's really stupid. It's called, it's cutting glass. So it's like when you make mosaics, you get to use little hand tools, nippers, example, wheel nippers, different types of tools that you can cut glass with or break it. And it's really satisfying. You know, you do it before you put all the pieces awesome. down and make a mosaic. But yeah, it's just satisfying to break glass. Yeah, cut glass. It's not not a different kind of satisfaction of wielding power tools. 
Like if I just get a drill out and actually can use it, I'm pretty excited with myself. So Uh you're just doing it with a tool that doesn't have electricity involved. Why? Yes. You could call that an artisan tool. It's hand done. Artisan tool. Artisan mosaics. Artisan mosaics. How the hell you think it's artisan mosaic? Of course it is. That's right. Made by hand. Made by hand. With love. With love. Well, people, we're going to run. And yeah, it was, it um, yeah, another, another, uh, great discussion. We'll bring some of those back because talking about things we love and hate is, is pretty fun. Although it was easier to get a long list of things that we hate, but that's only because we've been putting that list together for a long time. I think oh, we could just, right? um, call out something. Uh, here, here's one toffee. Do you hate toffee? No, I love toffee. Oh, say like fourth. Th- I'm going to say what I like toffee, okay. blueberry jam. Okay. Cinnamon toast. Oh, yeah. Can we do food? Yeah. Cocoa. Hot cocoa. Cocoa powder. Avocado toast. Oh, shoot. Avocado toast with sliced hard-boiled egg on top and za'atar. Za'atar is yummy. Um, Almond butter. Mm. Whole milk organic yogurt from Strauss Family Farms in Marin. Oh, that stuff's really good. It's amazing. Pinot Noir vine. Wine. Vine. What the hell? (laughs) wine um okay these like really tasty little cannabis mints that are only 2.5 milligrams oh i like those petra mints i really come in different oh and you shared those with me i really like those those are good i like that was such a mild edible just a little marijuana yeah very super yummy all right well i think we had a lot of stuff oh i also love my journals I love writing in journals and and we have some out on our table. They're so pretty. Oh, just journals in general. Yeah. And oh, going to like office supply stores. Oh, (laughs) wouldn't you love to live in one? That is cool. Yeah. Folders. Yeah. Folders, all types of notebooks. Yeah. Yeah. Pens. Sharpies. Oh, yes. Sharpie pens. Sharpies. Sharpie branded pens. Even though that buffoon used it this week at the news but that's oh, okay oh man he ruined it forever yeah he might maybe he has stock in that's what some newscaster said that he has stock in sharpies that's why he said it over and over as if there is a any kind of method to his madness if only if all right. only all okay. right well he's not our favorite thing so he's he goes on the pet peeve list he yes. who shall not be named Voldemort. Voldemort. ciao for now bye Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. You can get more information about it on facebook.com backslash Sharla Danielle podcast.